time that you won't be interrupted, that promise is, um, is something that changes your brain. With studies shows, well, the brain requires, um, uh, brains require appreciation to work well. I'm Christine, I'm your host of the Startup Student Podcast, and this is episode two or four of Reimagine, a positive startup company culture with Sevan Murza. And I'm super happy that she's here. I had a really, really interesting conversation with her about company culture, um, telling people and showing people, not just telling people, but showing people in your team, in, in your company that they matter. Um, if you haven't listened to that, make sure you do. It was released last week. But for, for today, we are talking about the 10 components of a thinking environment. Mm. Thank you for being here again. Welcome back. Uh, would you like to dive right in? Yes, yes. Thank you for having me. I really enjoyed it last week. So, yes, I wanted to talk to you about the, um, the, the, the 10 components and, or, of a thinking environment. I'm, I'm just going to give a little bit of a background story and why why i'm talking about that i am i work a lot with uh, well in this um social uh impact ecosystem and and mainly with uh, social finance finance providers and and the way i work with them is uh to su to to support them with their thinking and their their reflection before they embark on a on a sort of strategy piece or or um, they look at how they invest but how, how they manage themselves as well as a team and and the thinking environment is an opportunity for for people to uh, work either individually or as a group or a team uh, and and to think maybe more than before as themselves and for themselves uh, as uh, independent and 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 be become independent thinkers, and and it's an approach that really that is free of judgment and that is uh, um, that uh, limits interruptions, which is crazy when you think about it because we're constantly interrupted, to life, yes. at home, at work, right, and um, and this is um, something that that provides a lot of. Uh, contentment for people and, and really help them generate fantastic ideas and insight and also respect for each other. And I think that as a sort of pillar of a, you know, healthy company culture, I thought maybe, you know, when you invited me, Christine, I say, mm, maybe we should talk about that because that, that gives some sort of tangible way to implement uh, or to you know to on your your journey towards building a, a healthy company culture you can try that so the the thinking environment uh, is something that has been created by a woman an american woman who lives in the uk now she's called nancy klein and she developed over several decades alongside with uh, uh, other peers that some of them she trained actually um, an, an approach uh, that that was uh, originally embedded into one observation and one question. And the observation is the quality of everything we do depends on the quality of the thinking we do first. The quality of everything we do depends on the quality of the thinking we do first. And that has powerful uh, consequences or implications, if you want. Because the, the, the question that follows is, what does it take for people to help 
each other to think well for themselves. And then when she put the question out to people, uh, she realized that, you know, what, what, what people said, it was not about IQ, education, experience. It, it turned out that the single most important factor uh, in the quality of someone's thinking was the way people were being treated by those around them. And then as she coached people and as she listened to people, she went on to identify 10 ways, uh, 10 ways that really facilitate that thinking, that really enhance that thinking, 10 components. And th there became the 10 components of a thinking environment. Mm, I can share them that with you, but there is more to it, right? There is, so if you, um, uh, if you want, I can share that these are attention, equality, ease, appreciation, encouragement, feelings, information, difference, the place, and something we call incisive questions. That's the icing of the on the cake, in my opinion. But that's something. It's a technique that you that you use then when you have this brilliant, insightful conversation. It's a it's a way to ask questions. Mm -hmm. okay. But so each component, as I imagine, you say, well, yeah, encouragement, of course, feeling, yes, quality, yes. Individually, they're all powerful, right? Mm -hmm. But when you put them all together. Uh, it really, really generates some transformative impact. And I'm, I, I surely would love to invite you to experiment that. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, really, really lovely. Maybe we can uh, talk a little bit more about it because I think um, we, we, we're going to model in the next um, episode a bit more yes. around that. Um, yes. But let's maybe talk a bit more about what they actually mean and i yeah. love also that um, we say the quality of your doing is impacted or led by the quality of your thoughts and i think mm -hmm. that is uh, very true and um, we are all sometimes in a rush with everything because maybe we have too much to do maybe we're late maybe um, our head is in a different place but we need to uh, be at uh, another place or do a task um, have a meeting or whatever it is um, so often people rush from one place to another and don't take the time to listen to themselves and their thoughts. <laughs> so mm -hmm. I guess that might be the, the first thing as well to recognize, okay, what are you actually thinking and how, how can you influence that? And that's also a very mindfulness thing. <laughs> Yeah. Um, where okay let's stop and listen for a moment what you're thinking and where's this coming from and in mindfulness obviously it's all about letting the thoughts go uh, accept them but letting them go to be able to be in the here and now not overthink stuff but um interesting interesting very interesting so uh, the first one was attention i think no Yes, yes, and we can take them in any way. Uh, it, it's, it's not, it's not, and it doesn't matter. What's in matter is uh, there is first a promise that when we generally, when we work with that, when we are a thinking environment, is the promise not to interrupt. And and Ooh. that links up with the uh, the uh, the component of attention. And you know, neuroscience studies show that the blood flows better 
when the brain knows it won't be interrupted. Can you imagine? And so <laughs> and this is like, so generally we, we, when people know that it will not be interrupted, their, um, their uh, cerebral activity gets a boost immediately. So you, yeah, your fear decreases, that pressure decreases when you have to rush and say and be as concise as possible. Well, it's great when you're concise in any way, but sometimes some people prefer to and do speak out, uh, think out loud, and that's how they process their thoughts. And so you get people that think they're, they're, the sentence that they hear is the fully formed thought, but it's not. So you really need to pay attention and let the person finish their sentence there and 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 as you were saying let the thing the, the thinking go in a way of mindfulness but the thing what's happened is the thoughts are um are happening by waves now at some moment in time you can have a little two three second wave and i've had uh, some people thinking in waves of 40 minutes <laughs> Okay, <laughs> so yes, you can't rush it. You can't rush it. But knowing that these people will not be interrupted, knowing that you won't be interrupted, that promise is um, is something that changes your brain and changes you. Yeah, I can see that. I I really love 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 that. I I used to be queen of multitasking as well. I know this is a bit of a different topic, but maybe not because that means you get interrupted by an email, by a call or something and you do things. And yeah. then once you do that, you also uh, continue writing an email. Um, but that means if you just think logically, you cannot give all your attention to one or the other thing because you're splitting it between the two. So yeah. if, if people yeah. tell me, no, I, I can do that. I can listen to to you and I can look at my phone at my email no you can't no. because it's not it's not possible even from a logic point of view there is a hundred percent and if people say oh I, I always give 150 percent no there is no 150 percent there is a hundred percent there's a hundred percent attention and if you have two things that means one gets less than the other um, yeah. and that easy. also means in the multitasking that you're might make mistakes or that you in the end not as productive as you think you are by multitasking i had to learn that really because i thought oh i'm multitasking i'm doing all these things and that not just means doing two things at the same minute but that also means maybe two projects at the same time even if i focus maybe let's say i write one book and i prepare a webinar so in one week i'm i'm uh, I might, one day I might split between the book writing and the webinar preparation. However, the brain is taking up by, by all these thoughts about two different projects that mm. it means probably I don't give my full attention. And I actually learned, and that surprised me, if I single task, and also that means in doing my own project or in releasing a new book or anything, I'm more productive and I get things done faster and also in a better way. Mm. Yeah. Mm, it's true. <laughs> lovely okay uh, next which one would you like to talk about <laughs> this is this is great so you touched on some things that if your environment uh, is interrupting you all the times well there's a notion of 
there's the uh, component of place and and I'm I'm sorry that could speak for hours about each component you know but let's for the sake of this podcast well, let's yeah. accelerate a little bit yeah um, so the place is important in a thinking environment we really um uh take the place as a stakeholder in your thinking so indeed if you're if the place where you work where you are where you live uh uh and the environment where in which you sit sucks and that's going to have an impact on on your on your thinking and you can imagine imagine for during lockdown when people were crammed, entire families were crammed into very small space and they had to share electric device to attend school or work and everything. Can you imagine the, 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 the rush, the ease that created and the, the frustration and the, and, and the tension that, that provoked? It's as simple as that. Now, you don't have to have a luxury environment to think well, sometimes just simplicity sometimes just the opportunity when we can lock down accepted when you can go out and really take a moment for yourself just even to um, regroup and and look at something pretty or beautiful that says you know in, with, with which you connect for instance um, it's a way for you to 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 tell to yourself you matter I deserve a breath you know a bit of fresh air just to create a buffer here or I'm going to take I'm going to take maybe a little white flower and put it in a little vase and have that on my desk <laughs> just simply to bring a little ray of sunshine or you know pleasure or whatever you with something a, a memento you know a, a little kid's drawing or some or a picture of your dog or whatever that says there's a little bit of love on the table and I love to see that what we do sometimes with with uh people with whom we are in unthinking environments there we have fresh flowers so we have a, a, an environment that is beautiful and that just really really changes everything you know and again doesn't need to be luxury so yeah. there's a notion of place and that leads to immediately ease for mm -hmm. instance when you indeed you declutter your your to-do list christine Imagine you got that ease, maybe first a little panic and say, ah, oh, I'm going to do everything today, blah, blah, blah. But actually, when you have a one bullet point list, I'm going to give it all my attention. And that flows. I reduce the, uh, the interruption. I give myself the component of ease. I have my tea bag, my teapot next to me. I got my cushion on my, 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 my chair so I don't have, you know, I end up with a square bomb at the end of the day. <laughs> um i so ease uh, and when you interact with others you ask what would make this moment easier for you really you know and that's when you relate that to our company culture topic you know when you reimagine that is what if if you knew that you could ask people uh what would make your work easier what would bring how, how could you bring ease in your in your day-to-day -day practice or what would ease bring to you <laughs> you know what would change for you then people imagine you know they, they go wow i can dream of that and maybe i can make it happen you know yeah so ease I, I see i understand that and 
it's lovely relating to all of this because I, I do put uh, sometimes a little flower in a tiny vase on my on my table until my table gets so full and I get just annoyed with everything that's on the table and then I need to declutter my table to declutter <laughs> my brain uh, to be able to continue to work because it, it just represents how full my head is in that moment and I have to get rid of everything apart from maybe one or two lovely things um, that remind me of, uh, of the love that surrounds me as well and the lovely exactly. stuff. Yeah. Exactly. So, yeah. And that, that leads me in essence to there's something very important and another element that's really important component that's important is the appreciation. So by appreciation, I do not mean gratitude or feedback. It really is appreciation. And um, we don't have enough of it. And generally to make it work and to really be fulfilling, you really, I, an, a, a normal human being should need at least a ratio of one to five um uh, uh appreciations against criticism so five doses of appreciation against one 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 doses of uh criticism <laughs> whatever it is if you don't have that ratio you just become uh you feel you shrink it's not worth going on you know and and with study shows well the brain requires um uh, brains require appreciation to work well and the way it works when you're, uh, so it's not about doing or practicing a thinking environment, is when you are a thinking environment, you practice appreciation by bringing up what you notice. Um, uh, so for instance, Christine, what I appreciate in you is your love and care for everyone who really starts something, who's got the energy to, uh, to 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 found to create something there is a creativity in you and the love and and uh, and uh, admiration for creativity that you model in everything you do and that's the value that i feel from you Ooh, lovely. <laughs> no thank you i think uh, no but uh, now uh, really i think uh, it, it's so true in this um ratio between positive and negative feedback let's say by externals or yourself towards yourself is um, yeah. extremely important so not appreciation only from yourself but um, by other people which probably goes into feelings I don't know what would be the next oh, one for yeah, yes <laughs> we can but a little bit more some, uh, just just to close appreciation and again it's never closed because all these elements these components are intertwined and they overlap each other and they found each other and um uh, i think there are there are one of a, a, a big difference between feedback and appreciation feedback it talks a lot about the past appreciation you really notice what is happening in front of you in real time so you don't have to invent or or, 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 you know, weave a story, but you can take elements from what you know about a person, but how does it show and how does it, is it demonstrated in front of you in real time? So, uh, and when you, you do that, it releases some sort of a, a, a flow of creativity, I had that word, uh, the, the, the recipient, but also it releases something when you give it. And it's not a chore anymore. I, I suspect people who listen might have had to give feedback uh, and sometimes, uh, God, they hated it. 
oh my God, I have to give feedback, boo. <laughs> but actually appreciation is, is just bring what you see, what you know, notice, even the tiny little thing. And indeed, uh, feelings get released. You know, some people learn to, uh, to accept or to receive an appreciation. And in the thinking environment, you just have to say thank you when you receive an appreciation. But for some, um, some, some feelings emerge because they were not used to that. So the thinking environment leaves enough space for feelings to come up to the surface and, uh, and then to, you know, they're respected, they're acknowledged, and, and then they go. <laughs> mm -hmm. and then they go we keep them in mind yeah. you know um because I think it's, it's, there's this saying no in um it's not about how as a pe you will remember what someone said but you will remember how someone made you feel yeah being that's yeah. a lot of times by using specific words or choosing yeah. uh, what they say yeah. but importantly what happens when um uh feelings are unexpressed is that uh, quality thinking stops. But when we let enough time to, for feelings to, to be expressed, then, you know, it, it goes, you acknowledge, blah, 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 and then the thinking restarts. Um, and, and that, and that, and that's, that's, that it's sad when we can't, we can't acknowledge our feelings or we don't want to leave enough space for that. Um, and often we interrupt mm. the expression of feelings and it could be sadness, it could be joy. How many times do we leave and our joy gets cut off, yeah. you know? And so when, when people show signs of feeling in a thinking environment, we relax, we welcome them and we know that good thinking will resume. Mm. Okay. Um, what about the other points to make sure we uh, touch on all of them maybe quickly? Yes, I mean, yes, they're, yes. Like you say, they're all intertwined, but if there's any specific yeah. ones uh, you yes, want yes. to point out as well. <laughs> yeah, let me have a look at, so you've got encouragement. Uh, and this is a technique that you use when you help people, when you coach people, or even, you know, I'm, I'm sure you do that often, you say, when you don't necessarily have the answer, uh, but you you really enable people to think for themselves and ask themselves. So you ask, you know, when people think, well, let me think, let me brainstorm. And they, you know, they, they, they give you a lot of options of what they could do. And then what you just say, instead of giving advice or cutting their thinking short, you just say, well, what more do you think or feel or want to say? And the same way, and the same way that when people just list all the obstacles that might be in the way or all the assumptions that they might have that prevents them from doing something, then you can say, and what else? What else is, is, do you think is, is stopping you from moving on, moving forward? So that's an encouragement. Can you see? You haven't given anything in it. You let them think for themselves. You just donated a question without content and that's an encouragement and it's not necessarily an encouragement that people think about when they think of the word encouragement and the encouragement at, at its heart it has the word heart eh, 
encouragement, uh, the, the root, the radical of encouragement means heart. So basically it's just you, you, you let people just open their heart and just dig deep into it and look at what comes out. Generally we think it happens in the brains, but why not? It's all in the heart. <laughs> and okay. um, yeah. And I think, and I think it's the same way I was, I was talking about assumptions and really make sure that you've got all the information you need to think well independently for yourself. Then a component of a, one of the 10 components is information. And it's not, it's not, uh, it's not just, uh, uh, you don't have to download the whole internet when I'm talking about information. It's just what's necessary for you right now to feel at ease and to think for yourself. And generally when they really need something, then they will ask. And that in my sense can transform what we call uh, mentoring sessions because a lot of mentors dump a lot of stuff on you without having even checked that it was relevant to your context to your, or your capacity to absorb information or if it was just relevant at all, you know? So if mentors had, if, you, if, if mentors knew that they can just talk about their own experience, but not expect necessarily that that experience is the, you know, the, 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 the template, the perfect template that everybody should follow. Generally, it's not, but don't tell that because they wouldn't sell books anymore. <laughs> um, a mentor would tell, in my experience, uh, you know, I've had this, uh, these uh, ways of running my business and that worked well because X, Y, Z. Now, what do you think in your context? You know, and your mentee will then adapt the way they want that information to their own context because it's just the information they need. And I think maybe if people are returning for the next uh, episode, we can touch on difference and incisive questions together. Yeah, that would be lovely because then uh, people understand it more. I think we already explained a lot. Um, about the different points and um, some maybe would have been interpreted in a different way. And like you say, okay, you don't think of that in this way. Um, uh, so lovely, thank you for outlining them. Um, but like you said, in the next episode, we're gonna dive deeper into this uh, thinking environment and um, maybe give some more examples, looking at these questions, like you say, um yeah. lovely so any any final thoughts that you would like uh, to say before we wrap up this episode i think maybe if some you know if people are are feel that they want to come back next week i think between now and next week maybe i would love to uh you know to invite them to think about how they matter yes <laughs> what do they feel that matter mm -hmm. yeah. Okay, lovely. So, guys, you heard that. <laughs> Feel free to take some action and um, and think about this uh, question. You can always uh, mention it in the comments. Uh, probably you've seen the trailer on LinkedIn as well. Feel free to comment there or um, just let me know how you get on uh, with my email address, hello at createstartupacademy.com, where you can let us know how you get on um perfect uh thank you so much i really enjoy uh recording this podcast because and i do with everyone because i learn so much and they're just very interesting <laughs> conversations and i'm sure the listeners find it as interesting as well 
<laughs> if you want to to um, dive deeper into certain things and uh, also connect with Savan uh, through LinkedIn or uh, check out uh, in general what she's doing. As always, you can find all the links on creativestartupacademy.com slash podcast. Um, so we will make sure we have everything on there and you feel free to connect if you do have any questions, comments. As usual, you can let us know as well. Um, that was it for today. Thank you so much. And we already mentioned what the next episode is about, so I don't need to repeat that. Thank you for your time, Savan. Thank you. See you next time. That was it. Thanks for tuning in. And just to let you know, there's a free 30-day Kickstart Your Business Challenge available on my website, creativestartupacademy.com slash kickstart. And it turns your business idea into reality in just 30 days. And if you could leave a review for this podcast, please, please, please do so because it will help me with my ranking. Thanks so much. I'm looking forward to talking to you next time. Bye-bye.